You're listening to Them Damn Indians on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and it is a beautiful Wednesday. It's actually like Seattle weather here in Oklahoma, so I shan't complain about that. Uh, it's it's great. It's awesome. And you know what? This is just a really a precursor to summer coming and kicking the crap out of us. But for right now, uh, enjoy this beautiful weather that we have here on our hands in southwest Oklahoma because it shan't last either. So get ready for that. Uh, I got to start my morning with LeVar Burton. He was on CBS this morning as a co-host. And I got to tell you, if I could handle chocolate milk, I would have totally had some. (laughs) But I just I just love LeVar Burton. I love that he's got such a wide and varied fan base that just he is beloved and so it's it was a thrill to see him and of course you know he's going to uh he's going to do the guest host for Jeopardy and i i just think that he'll be perfect i've watched a couple of the guest hosts thanks to uh our conversation with Dr. Garneau uh and and he and and his son religiously watching the the new episodes and so because of that, I had to kind of start seeing for myself <laughs> some of the work of these guest hosts on Jeopardy because, you know, that and The Price is Right, obviously favorite game shows. But um, they had, they I can't even remember that dude's name, but it, he was, he was all right. But um, yeah, I can't, I can't wait for LeVar Burton to, uh. To get on Jeopardy, I I mean I know it's he's going to be so popular. I mean, is, is that a no brainer? So, yes, 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 indeed. Uh, there are a lot of things going on. Don't forget tomorrow I shall be in Bartlesville. Uh, we're hosting a legal clinic there for the Delaware Tribe of Indians and and we're also doing a Q&A over the McGirt decision and uh, that's going to be right there in Bartlesville. I'm so excited. I've never been to Bartlesville, so I cannot wait uh, to get up there and and to see it. It's going to be it's going to be an adventure, so I can't wait. So come on out if you are uh, if you're in the area, you want more information, especially if you have questions on McGirt and how McGirt affects our tribes and if if you are a tribal leader and you want Oklahoma Indian Legal Services to come and and do one of these Q&As just get a hold of me and and let us know because we're we're absolutely ready to to bring this to the to light and you know try to try to help everybody with their expungements and get their probates uh done and their wills executed and if you need uh advanced directives and things like that these are just things that are so important for Indians to have uh because there's just so much that ties into it so we really have to have that let's start our morning with a little gossip and I I I can't get enough of this Matt Gates story I just I can't get enough of it and it's just it's so crazy to me I, I guess because he's the epitome of privilege. And you can go back and you can listen to all of these crazy episodes that we've had talking about him. And this is from New York Magazine. 
It's on our social media. Since he arrived in Washington, D.C. in 2017, Representative Matt Gates has prided himself on making very few friends at the Capitol. Gates said, when I first got to Washington, the party leaders said, Gates, it seems that you're not really a team player. And I said, I am, but you're not my team, he told the crowd this week in the panhandle of Niceville in the heart of the Flor- of his Florida district. But Gates' D.C. dynamic, pursuing media opportunities to promote himself while securing few legislative successes and antagonizing fellow Republicans, doesn't seem to have paid off as he faces a bizarre scandal involving the alleged sex trafficking of a minor and a distracting counter-scandal involving an alleged extortion plot against him and his father. Very few Republicans have come to his defense since the New York Times broke the story of the Department of Justice investigation into an incident around two years ago in which Gates allegedly paid a 17-year-old to travel across state lines for sex. White House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy offered a tepid, let's get all the information on Wednesday. Uh, Only two GOP representatives have come out directly in support of their attention-loving colleague from Florida, Jim Jordan, who has been accused of ignoring widespread sexual abuse in the Ohio State Wrestling Program, where he was a coach, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, the representative stripped of her committee assignments, who has been an open advocate of a baseless conspiracy condemning widespread child abuse among Democrats. It's also been quiet at Mar-a-Lago, though Gates was one of Donald Trump's brashest defenders in the House. The former president and his eldest son have yet to offer a public statement on their allies' predicament. His defenders are a motley few, but more concerning for Gates is the number of House Republicans who are piling on while the dirt is flowing. On Thursday, the Daily Beast spoke with a half a dozen lawmakers about Gates's quote, love of alcohol and illegal drugs, as well as his proclivity for younger women, end quote. Lawmakers describe a well-known incident in which Gates dated a college student over the age of 18 in 2018 who came to D.C. as an intern. One former Hill staffer said that their office had an informal rule not allowing their representative to appear next to Gates on TV as a general practice to avoid unnecessary scandal. I don't think a lot of people are going to go out of their way to defend him, especially with this outlandish sounding defense, one GOP staffer said. I don't think you'll find a lot of people who are desperate to keep him involved in Republican politics. Lawmakers provided more details on Gates' alleged workplace behavior in a report from CNN. Behind the scenes, Gates gained a reputation in Congress over his relationships with women and bragging about his sexual escapades to his colleagues, multiple sources told CNN. Gates allegedly showed off to other lawmakers photos and videos of nude women he said he had slept with, the sources told CNN, including while on the House floor. The sources, including two people directly shown the material, said Gates displayed the images of women on his phone and talked about having sex with them. One of the videos showed a naked woman with a hula hoop, according to one source. It was a point of pride, they said of Gates. That behavior began in the Florida State House, ABC News reports, where Gates participated in a game, that's in quotes, game, with other lawmakers to score the women they had sex with, rating them with points for virgins, interns, staffers, and fellow female lawmakers. What a bunch of dicks. 
Gates has denied any impropriety, and the reports on Thursday do not corroborate any details from his alleged act of sex trafficking. They do, however, present a picture of Gates's questionable decision-making at an inopportune time. On Thursday, CNN also reported that the DOJ investigation is looking into whether or not the representative misused campaign funds to pay for the teenager to travel with him to have sex. Meanwhile, a relevant passage from Gates's 2020 book has been making the rounds. It says, quote, I arrived in D.C. as a single man after a couple of long-term relationships that didn't work out. I, I knew going in how many people had been brought down by sexual missteps in this town, so I set some rules to help myself err on the safer side. For his own bene benefit, the safer side probably could have been a lot safer. So there you go. <laughs> this guy has been a scumbag forever. Now, don't, I mean, don't forget, he is completely made in the mold of Donald Trump. I mean, no wonder him and Trump Jr. are, are such cronies, right? They're, they were raised just alike. And just, how old are you? Like, it, is that even a thing to do? And and not only that, could that be construed as sexual harassment in the workplace? I would think so. If some dude just walked up to me and stuck a phone in my face showing me a video of a naked woman hula hooping. Be like, what are you what why do I need to see that? What and and you can't say you can't say that everybody's completely comfortable with that. So, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't called on it before, obviously, because the Republicans were in power. Now they're not in power. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's very, it's very strange, this story with Matt Gates. And don't forget, like, his, his buddy, his buddy, like, pled guilty to six of 33 of those, like he had, he was charged with thirty three, pled guilty to six, and he does he did plead guilty to one count of sex trafficking a child, sex trafficking a minor, and uh, stalking, uh, identity theft. These are just, I mean, all kinds of of things Joel Greenberg was into, and then he wrote that confession letter, like he wrote a confession letter detailing to Trump everything that he's done and what's going on so Trump could pardon him and now that letter is being circulated so it's like I said this is it's going to be interesting to see how this how this plays out because I mean are they going to vote to remove these people or are they gonna let it continue I, I don't know you would think at some point their colleagues in Congress would make those moves but but I don't know I I just I really really don't know we'll we'll have to see how it goes and how the politics plays out of course thank you so much for tuning in it is what we used to call ally Wednesday but now we call accomplice Wednesday um but whoever you are you know what you know us you love us um and you do everything you can to help yourself and and other people and you know what that's that's what we need is uh, more people ready to get into good trouble, as as John Lewis said. So thank you again for listening. We're Indigenous, we're independent, and you're listening to Them Damn Indians on Talk Jive Radio.